Welcome to the Photo Mama podcast. I'm Roshi, your host, and I'm obsessed with all things business, strategy, personal growth, soul alignment, and helping you to navigate business while keeping it human AF, living in alignment to your values, and creating a life of your design. I'm a regular girl next door who bought a camera and overnight totally winged it and announced myself as a photographer, having no following, no idea what buttons to push on my camera, but a full soul aligned yes, passion, drive, and vision. In this podcast, I will teach you my tried and tested systems, mindset tools, rituals, and practices to support you in the growth of your business. This podcast will be an exploration and take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my soul riffs. I will not be shying away from the messy real talk. I am here to keep it authentic and down to earth. You can expect weekly doses of warm, embracing hugs, infused with some loving kick-ass riffs straight from my noggin into your eardrums. Sounds like a fuck yes to me. Let's do this. Thanks for pushing play. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of the Photo Mama podcast. I feel like every time I record, I'm like, I'm so excited about today's episode, but I am literally, we've just been talking for about 20 minutes <laughs> before we hit record with today's beautiful guest, Jodie McRice. And I'm like, Whoa, the conversations that are going to come through, I can already feel the potency and depth for all you beautiful humans that get to put this into your eardrums. So I have found Jodie McGrice, I think probably in the last six to eight months um, through her podcast, actually, and then through Instagram. And there was an, like an instant resonance of like, okay, cool. This woman definitely is on the same wavelength, has a very similar thought pattern for life and business and all, all of the things. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to get her on to be a guest on my podcast. On her website, she has these three words that I just love. She has mother, maker, muse. I'm just like, oh, so delicious. And then a little Insta bio was even more delicious. It says, I create art and experiences to liberate oh, the feminine beauty. I'm like, how to the freaking yes. So welcome, welcome to today's um, podcast. And I'll let you just share a little bit like, you know, have to go into all of your life story, but like who you are, what you do, where you're based and then I'm sure we'll go straight into our deep dive conversations. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. My like cheeks are like hurting because I'm just sitting here like beaming at you like oh. <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. It feels really lovely to be on the other side of the, of the mic. Mm. So I am Jodie. That's me. Yep. <laughs> um, and I am a mother and a maker and a muse and I, I love all of those titles and identities equally. Um, I find the idea of telling you what I do very challenging yeah. 
because I am such a multifaceted human being <laughs> and um, I have a real propensity to burn all boxes that I'm ever put within. So I don't have a title as such that feels really whole and rounded, you know. Um, my Insta bio, I feel like, does give that beautiful insight into what I aspire to do and create in the world. And that is, um, you know, ways that we can liberate feminine beauty. And I use myself as the muse in many cases. And, but I also use our experiences of womanhood uh, mm -hmm. collectively to liberate what it means to be uh, in our feminine beauty, in our life. And uh, I feel like that way of being has been something that has just naturally revealed itself over time. You know, um, I actually had a, a psychic reading maybe about 18 months ago and the beautiful woman who I've had on my podcast, Holly as a party, her name was, um, I love Holly, yeah. she said to me, Jody, you're not a coach. You're not a coach. You don't need to wear that title you're a creative and she's like, you're here to use your body and your beauty in a way to liberate other women. And at the time I was so confronted by that because I thought, what do you mean? Like, how am I able to serve women in the way that I deeply desire uh, for our collective womanhood without coaching? You know, it was like, it just felt so crazy because I had been, you know, I'd really con almost like contorted my genius to only fit into one way of being in the world. And uh, she went on to talk about how, you know, she's like, there is a reason you're here. There's a reason you look the way you look. There's a reason that you are the way you are. And she's like, your ultimate expression in this lifetime is to fully inhabit that. And that I feel like was a really big opening for me to be all of myself, you know. Um, and so that's very whimsical and t probably tells you nothing about what I do, but it may give you some insight into who I am, I guess. Oh, my God. No, I freaking love it. I'm like frothing on every, on every <laughs> word. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And we... Um, just before we were like actually kind of officially hit record, if you could say, um, had these conversations as well about how, you know, both of us have, you know, even over the last few years, like un, kind of, you know, I think Ben and Doyle has this term of like untaming yourself, but like removing yourself from, from the boxes, you know, that society kind of puts us in and to like, when we kind of remove ourselves from those those boxes it sounds easy when you hear it right it's like well that's just easy of course i'm just gonna like not box myself into one title you know and i, I do love those words like mother make and use because i think it's so encompassing but we can get so attached as women to these titles and to these boxes and to the structures and to you know, the old paradigms of like doing business in life. And I'd love you to share a little bit of like how, you know, you were speaking even this year, how much you've like really pulled back in order to go in yes, and come into yourself, but how that's not just as simple as it sounds, right? It's, 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 there's a, there's light and dark of everything that we do. There's a dance always between the two. And I think 
I love the term and I've used this a lot in my social media and podcasts, but we kind of like unfucking ourselves from the boxes, from the ways of the, we think that we should be or that we've really pulled ourselves into and how many years we've been on these planets, like how many years you've been on this planet, but like how have you slowly, I suppose, like pulled the plug out from those boxes to be sitting here in the fullest expression that is you? Let's go straight in. (laughs) No, go for it. You know I'm, I'm here for it. It's been time. Truly, it's been time and because... With each iteration, with each season, season, with new each incarnation of myself as a woman, there is more and more layers that get revealed. You know, what I have recognized. So the last six months, as I've just recently shared with you, you know, these last six months, I would I would say have been some of the toughest of my entire life. And the reason I think that is because for a lot, I have I had gotten very very sophisticated in my ability to suppress and just um, move to the side the discomfort I felt in my body and the misalignment I felt in my body. I got very sophisticated in how I was able to move it to the side and carry on as if. Something starts to happen within our body and within our nervous system when we do that for extended periods of time because it's not your natural energy. It wasn't my natural energy to be in such a way. And I almost felt like my life and my business, particularly, particularly my business, my business was really my Achilles heel around this was I almost felt like my business became performative. You know, I started to perform in a way that I thought was conducive to being received how I desired to be received Mm. and you you shared before about shame and and I got to tell you I had a lot of shame around that you know when I really realized what I what I had been doing I felt really shameful you know I felt such shame I felt shame mostly because I really identified so much unfulfilled potential within myself that I had just let slip by because I was performing in a way I thought I needed to be as opposed to truly being who I was. And I had to really sit in the discomfort of that this year because my body was not allowing me a second longer in being in that way. And so I got to a point where I literally felt like I could not consume a single other thing. I could not listen to another podcast. I could not watch another person's video. I could not like another post on Instagram. I could not have another conversation with another human being in the realm of my business, in on my phone, with a screen in front of me. I felt like I was going to combust. I felt like the top was about to blow and it was, it was going to be on. And so the only way that I knew I could even start to begin to navigate this space was to really be able to step back, really disconnect from social media, really disconnect from the need to have a podcast in my ear every four minutes as I'm walking dog or, you know, cleaning the house or any spare moment I've got constantly being consuming and consumption and, and just simply come back to 
my own energy to come back into reverence of the inner muse that you know is the fire that is my creativity and i couldn't hear her i couldn't express her i couldn't feel her because she had been so suffocated and contorted by everything else that i had consumed and to the point rosh that i was you know i would share my practices on social media so i would you know have these beautiful embodiment practices and i would be fucking filming it to go on social media like I'm laughing because i'm like why do we do that why it's like it's it's like again that performative like i am having to perform i'm having to make sure that you know that i'm doing the things you know Breathing. And, mm. and it was just exhausting. And, so and my nervous system uh, just literally couldn't take a single moment longer. And, and that way of living and being is very, very depleting to the feminine energy body. Yes. Very depleting. And so this past six months has been the biggest unraveling I've ever undergone in my whole adult life. And what it's revealed to me is things I don't think I ever could have been shown any other way. It was like I really had to go in. I had to really go in this year and meet the darkness that I haven't been willing to meet. And sometimes we have to do that. Yeah. And sometimes it's really confronting to do so. But for me, it, it was the point upon which everything got to pivot into alignment the point upon which I would never have been able to touch what I can experience now in my body, in my life, in my expression. Um, and mind you, I'm still not back on social media. Like I'm not saying that, like I'm not, when I say my expression, my creativity, that's just in my life. Yes. That's just what I'm experiencing with my five senses in the moment, every day with my son in the sunshine with my girlfriends, with my husband, as I'm creating, as I'm taking beautiful photographs. I am speaking about that in my life. And to be able to feel that separate from the need to share it or justify it or be seen in a particular way on social media has been really solidifying for me because I feel like what I have come to know is my natural energy. Yeah, I've really come to know what it feels like when I am exerting too much, when I am pretending, when I'm performing. And I feel like I never would have been shown that had I kept one foot in one boat and one foot in the other and just tried to, you know, balance them both mm. when really I just needed to pick a boat and really go in all, all in on one boat and learn how to like be in the boat. Mm. And that was a really confronting thing again, to just choose a boat and let the other boat just kind of drift out to sea and not know where it's going to go. Mm. And that, that boat was my business and my presence online and, and all of those things. I just had to let it bob along, <laughs> just bob along and be in the water while I really tended to this boat over here. Yeah. But what I know now is, well, firstly, as we're recording this, it's Leo season and I'm a Leo and I can just feel it like the energy is really ripe for me to really step back in to that world. 
but I really do feel like I'm stepping back in as a different woman. And I know that sounds very probably quite cliche, but that rebirthing process for me has been quite profound because I was willing to really meet it in a way that I've never met it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, in, and in doing so, I was really shown the truth of who I, yeah. I am. There's so much in that. And if you're like listening, I really suggest rewinding <laughs> and listening a couple more times because there's so many little pieces in there that in, especially for women in business, which is a lot of the women that do listen to this podcast and, you know, with so many of our, our you know, greater communities, but that permission to, and I said this to you before we recorded as well, there's this permission to live our lives, to not prove on social media, but to just fucking live our lives. And I'm, you know, like information is amazing and we are in an, in, in an age of information, but what I, I know for myself um, is that when we are in overconsumption, there's no capacity for our nervous systems to create space. When we are overconsuming, we think the intuition that's coming through is ours, but it's not. It's somebody else's. It's borrowed messages, and we're getting information all the time. None of our inf- and none of the information we have is ours. But the truth of that information and how that it's expressed is really, you know, you'll go on social media and this isn't to bag out social media. I use social media a lot for my business and I think it plays a beautiful role for so many of us, but we need to be able to create stronger boundaries and periods of time. Um, you know, maybe that's one day a week or whatever it looks like for each human. We are not ever going to say you have to do it this way or that way. I'm not here for that, but to create these spaces to be able to really go in and listen to who we are and meet ourselves in those those spaces with love and compassion but meet ourselves in those spaces where it's like it's dark and maybe you know we are like um uncovering shame or for me it was like when i've really found out or figured out or saw was awoken to the fact of how hooked I was into so many paradigms and so much noise that i felt so much shame that i had gone through that but I had to go through that in order like you were saying to book before like we've been in order then to be able to look down on and not on it from a like oh look at me I'm like higher and mighty but it's just it's such a a deep process and I think with you creating that space for a lot of people that be like well I can't take six months off from my business <laughs> you know like what the fuck but I think there are little pieces of and I'm always on this topic. I feel like I could write a book on social media. I feel like nearly every podcast that people listen to, I come back to it because it's such a, it's such a new time for us and we're all still navigating it. But I really do think that to be able to create those spaces throughout our day to just go for the walk without the podcasting without having to prove it to the fucking world that you're doing it like you know not to record the practices like fuck seriously those practices i'm going to get terry are sacred yeah and maybe you want to share one here and there because it's part of your business model like okay but like every single morning do we have to share you know our rituals 
I, I had this awakening a while ago of like to my husband, I was like, oh, I'm doing these practices in the morning. You know, I'm really fond of doing a lot of Joe Dispenza's meditations. I'm doing these these beautiful meditations and mornings for me are just so sacred. And then I'd be getting off the meditation and going, okay, cool. So I had this rule of like, you can do your meditation and then you can go on social media and have a consumer. I'm like, if I'm going straight out of meditation and then opening up and, 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 you know, social media app, that's hijacking me. And I'm, I'm undoing and undoing. It's like, I might as well not have meditated because I'm not sitting in the hum. I'm not sitting in the resonance. And that's what you've been doing for six months. Like sitting in the hum and the resonance of, of, of who you are and allowing yourself to sit with all of it and to, to live our lives, to not always be proving and to find these ways as women that, ways that can really nourish us within using social, whatever it is, but ways that can nourish us that, that, that hum does stay throughout the day, you know? Just listening to you right now, I had this visual of, you know, when you, uh, you might see somebody or friends that you are in presence with and you walk away from them and you feel like you've just been whacked over the head you know you feel really depleted or you're riddled with self-doubt you 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 feel it you you can feel like that energy vampire feeling is like where did all my energy go you just feel foggy minded like all of the things that happen when you're in the presence of someone that maybe isn't quite in alignment with you or uh had some really has some really heavy stuff that may have dumped on you all of these different ways that we are in you know, presence with other people mm. and how that makes you feel, right? But when you can come into presence, but then the very next day, you may be able to come into presence with those same people. But if you come into it with your nervous system just so steadfast and you're, you're, you feel so secure and solid in, in your self-worth and who you are and, and you're coming from a place of your own personal overflow, your ability to withstand a situation like that is is so much greater yes. because you're not coming into a conversation half empty. You're coming in available to hold the capacity that is required to be in that kind of situation. That's how I view social media as yes, well. Because this. when we come to social media from the place of depletion, from a place of exhaustion, from a place of comparison, from a place of outsourcing, we are going to forever and a day always feel less than after the experience of social media. Yeah. It's designed to do that to us. Yeah. Our ultimate rebellion is how we can engage with a platform like social media in, a, in our overflow, in, in that steadfast knowing of who we are, unwavering in, in that. And then in the moments where you do feel wobbly because you do and we're human and it happens and yeah. I'm, nobody is immune to it, we have the discernment to go, I need to step away for some time, mm-hmm. whether it's a weekend, whether it's a day, whether it's a week and trust that our businesses, our profiles, our brands will still thrive and hum along and do exactly what they're meant to do without you pushing and forcing and being in a way that you think you have to, Mm. but instead coming back, 
being in the energy of yourself, knowing that that's actually the very thing that creates business, clients, abundance, wealth anyway, you know, what a, that for me is what I am learning over and over again is like, how discerning can I be in this moment to recognize when I've had enough and this is no longer serving me, Mm -hmm. put it down, put it in the drawer, walk away. And, and when I feel really solid enough to be on there and hold that and have the capacity Mm. for all of it. And, oh, this, I just absolute like backing gold because I speak about, um, I've spoken about this as well, like quite a bit, but like the, like our energy matters so much. And if you start to have these little moments of like rituals or practices or space, you really start to attune to that. But you can't attune to that energy when you're constantly outsourcing and looking and doing another program and doing another thing and whatever it is. And I'm all here for support, like all here. But if there's no space for integration, and that there's no time for you to sit in these moments or go for a walk solo or have your meditation, whatever it is, if there's none of that, when you go on to social, you just have no awareness. Yeah. And so you're wondering why, you know, these, these, these same passions come back. Yeah. And it's like because we're not creating the space to know ourselves so then have the discernment when we go on to social media, how does this account make me feel? How am I engaging? What's my time limits on here? Or, you know, how much time is that? Am I feeling good when I've hopped up there? Like I just had a really good DM with somebody and it's really exciting and feeling lit? Or am I feeling constantly depleted? And these are such beautiful questions to look at. And really also when you're out with, you know, a lot of women on here as well and mums, and it's like when you're out with your kids, like are you out and sharing every single experience because they're watching too, you know? And we're like we're in an age where we have so much available to us, but we also get to embody the fuck out of it. You said before we require space for integration. What I think we really require is space for intimacy because that to me, that's what that is. Being in the car with your son with no music on, no, no podcast on and an ability to just hold presence with him and be intimate with him in that moment. The ability to be intimate with ourselves, intimate with our partners, within our relationships, within life, you know, to truly be in the intimacy of that. We can, we can go about learning all these things and, and integrating all these things. But for me, it's, it's almost more subtle than that. It's in, it's in our ability to be in our intimacy, the intimacy yes. of life, the intimacy of ourself. And that's where so many of us wobble mm. because that can it's feel very as well. foreign. That can feel very, very foreign. And, uh, that's something I've really noticed unfold for me, particularly in the last few months, as I have just felt my practice just deepen to a place I'm not sure it's, it's, it's been before. And I think the reason I have been able to experience that is because there is a level of intimacy that's available to me because I'm not hooked into um, anything like outside of myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to have these experiences reveal themselves to me 
because I'm not thinking about how I could talk about it on social media or how I could share it on social media. There's just, there's not, there's that, that plug has been taken out. And so it's like available to me in a different way. Intimacy. I just, yeah, I really feel that that's such a a beautiful thing that we, that we, we just skim over. Yeah. It's so potent and it's such a, you know, we could keep going the whole podcast on it, but like there's there's just so many layers to it. But I think that responsibility of our own energy, you know, and we can blame and we can point fingers and all of that stuff. And, and it's like you've said, like, you know, six months of like the first half of this year, like really being with yourself, like we don't do that enough. Like we avoid it, it's foreign, it's uncomfortable, um, but there's so much like depth when we can do that and it does take self-responsibility. Like, oh, I'm going to have two days off every single week off social media, like completely off. Like nothing's going to go anywhere. Our energy is our algorithm, right? Like whatever they're saying, you know, do all the things. Like it doesn't matter. People will attract to you and come to you and your business will still arrive when your energy is right. And we are, you know, and getting in right relationship with our own energy and being intimate like that word you use so beautiful but um in one of your so i had a little stalk of some of your podcasts before and i one piece i was just like oh my god i love this piece that you shared that was a i think a question that came through for you but like you spoke into your non-negotiables and um your first one was about your home if you could just speak into to that i was just like oh my god it's like i was like I'll let you speak, but I was like, yes, I'm, I feel exactly the same with this. Okay. My gosh. I feel like that podcast was a long time ago, but, um, okay. It probably was. <laughs> I'm like, okay. What did I say? Um, but I'll give you what I, what I feel in this moment based on, um, what a non-negotiable would be for me. And, and that would be the experience of my home and the experience of beauty within my home. Is that, is that what you were talking about? Okay, great. <laughs> um, you know something, just a little side note, something that I'm learning more about is uncovering uh, my genius and in a way that's not necessarily what I do, but it's the thing that comes most naturally to me. And in my world, that is creating beauty. And I, and I do that through a multitude of different ways. I do that with words. I do that with art prints. I do that with uh, spaces in my home. I do that with conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. But my home and the experience of my home is something that I have the utmost reverence for. It's because I want to get up in the morning and walk out of my bedroom into a space that feels like alive and imbued with the energy of my family. Mm. And so that to me, it means having flowers in my home. It means burning essential oils. It, it means my home is clean. It means the windows, the blinds are always open and there's light coming through. And all of these little ways that I tend to my home and I do it with such 
um, care. And I, and I really, my husband knows like he allows space for me to be in the home on my own. Mm-hmm. He takes our son out because he knows for me two hours in here that I can tinker around and put flowers on the desks and, you know, clean the kitchen and put oils on and have music playing. And all of those things are the foundation of our life yeah, and create the foundation of our life. And, um, yeah, that feels, that is a non-negotiable to me. And I, you know, I have all these other beautiful practices, but that is something that I can do in and around my son, in and around my husband, in and around my business, in and around cooking dinner, making 101 snacks per day, you know, unpacking the dishwasher. I can still imbue our lives with a sense of beauty mm. um, through my attention. Yes. And that's why I, when I was listening to it, I was like, it's so simple, you know, but it has such a big impact. Yeah. And I, you know, my husband's sometimes like, oh, you're OTT of the house. And I'm like, it's, it's not that it, it is the aesthetic of the house, but then it's also not because I'm like, for me, it's so much more about how that makes me feel. Yeah. It's the aesthetic and the energetic. The, the, uh, if the house is in order, I feel clear and I feel like I can, you know, can just, I can live it and, and, and um, live in a state that I want to be living in. Yeah. If it's, you know, messy and there's things out of place, I start to feel really chaotic within myself. And it was just like I, when I heard that, I was like, wow, I don't really hear that spoken into. There's so much about, you know, like our, our rituals and our embodiment practices and moving your body and scripting. And I was like, <laughs> that is so just like, it's just like the tiniest little thing that can create so much of an impact, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, 100, it's 100% a non-negotiable in my life. When I first met my husband, it used to drive him bonkers he was just like he never understood it he really didn't get why I felt so passionately about it you know he really didn't understand why I would (laughs) spend money on flower fresh flowers and why I would you know spend the weekend just taking some time just to tinker around and potter as he calls it you know oh mommy's pottering again (laughs) he never understood it but now he gets it he knows it. and you know what he does now he thanks me for it he'll say, oh, the house feels beautiful today or, you know, thanks so much for, you know, whatever I've done. Mm. He feels the difference of that now because it's so much a part of our, you know, our lives and, and how we choose to, to live. It's, I um, recorded a potty on this the other day as well, but like it's in, in, in really underrated sometimes our environments. Yeah. yeah. You know, the environment that it's just small little things like you know a nice bunch I was like oh those dried flowers I've had for nearly a year and I'm like okay the other day when I was recording the pot I was like like, well it might be time to get a new bunch of those like to just freshen up the energy and create a little bit more of an environment you know a a different environment or a different vibrational energy in the house but really small things like the environment of where we live the environment of who we surround ourselves the environment of conversations like the environment of consumption or not like it's such an overarching like um piece that impacts so much yeah just tiny little things. And yeah, when you spoke to that, I was just like, yes. Like, yeah. And not something that, that's... the house is like, of 
course, because that's your environment. You of sleep course. there, you create there, you make love there, you feed your kids there, you're in your kitchen. Like, why wouldn't you want that to be a non-negotiable every single day in your house? Absolutely. We are going through... Um quite a time actually right now my husband and I because we live in our you know we live in a beautiful home in the same street that my husband actually grew up on um I have my in-laws three houses down and for many people that might feel like hell on earth but for us it's it's truly so beautiful and uh, we have a street full of children and we have friends you know we have friends everywhere we have a community that we've cultivated over a decade and our environment here is the very thing that really allows us to thrive yes and uh my son is um due to go to school and uh mm. we're really struggling with schooling in our area and we are looking to send him to a Waldorf school and that's an hour from here. And so we are in this process right now of um, having to really let go of, of this space and um, what we've created here because of the vision that we have for his life and, yeah. you know, how, where we want him to, to go to school. And it's really interesting, you know, knowing that you can create this anywhere, but there is something so powerful about environment and feeling grounded and, and safe and at home in your spaces is, yeah, is a really powerful thing. It creates such a beautiful foundation for a life to be built upon. Yeah. And the environment, like you just touched on that so beautifully too, and my son's going to, we gave him an extra year of kindy, but He's going to school next year and I swear the last two months my mind every single day, that one, that one, that one, that one, that yeah. one. We've found it's one that's exhausting. Found one that's really <laughs> yeah, it's so tiring. And we've found one that's really beautiful, but it's 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 not an hour drive, but it's still 20, 25 minutes. And yeah, I just went up there today and got the enrollment form, but it's gorgeous. And but that environment for children as well, like I mean, each to the realm of their decision. And again, I'm not here going, do this or do that. But I know most people that listen to this podcast have a very similar thought pattern. And so having to move for that to be the environment for your child that you want him to go through schooling, I'm just like, it's like teaching them and showing them that as well like you can move and create new environments to move towards an environment that you want to be a part of yes. is so powerful you know yes you know it's it's interesting because um we, we'd be moving down south of adelaide i'm in adelaide we'd be moving down south of adelaide and and for the longest time we've always said that you know ultimately we'd, we'd like to probably uh, buy a bigger block down there and have a bit more land and you know, um, we have a vision of, of, of building a home and um, we've been, you know, Pinterest boarding for many, many years, you know, this beautiful uh, eco home that we, mm. we've, you know, created for ourselves. Um, and it's always been, you know, that's the, that's the vision, that's where we're working toward. And, and yet now we have this opportunity to really close the gap on that vision it's like you know that's being asked of us maybe 10 years more or five years more than we had anticipated and and so it's this real kind of opportunity to 
embody the person that I need to be to have that thing now, yes. as opposed to it being something that's like out there and over there, maybe five years from now, uh, the gap is being closed a lot quicker. And it's like, we're having to almost catch up to, okay, whoa, this is happening. You know, we've been asking for it, but shit, are we ready? Like, oh God, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to like bring that desire closer, you know? Yeah, and it is interesting when the desires do come closer, like how much more of like the, the shadow comes through of like, oh, okay, that thought again or that little piece of me or like, shit, am I ready or can I do it? And it's like that is really interesting because it's like the years of the loving on yourself and the processes and the practices and all the beautiful stuff that you've done, like the years of that now for you to be able to hold and step into that, that embodiment of this next stage is like the doubt still comes up, but it's not as strong because it's like you've done, I hate to say the work, but you have, you've done the loving and the work on yourself to be able to go, okay, cool. Of course I can step into that. Doesn't mean it's not uncomfortable, and that's the same within business, right? When so many women are like, have these vision boards up of like, I want whatever, you know, amount of money it might be a month for. I want the, this business or that business. And it doesn't happen. They're like, well, it happened for them overnight. It's like, it generally doesn't happen for humans overnight. <laughs> it's a, a process of clearing out, creating the space, doing the loving on ourselves, releasing what no longer serves, like all of that beautiful stuff. So when it does start to come into your reality, you're ready just to step over that bridge, right, and go, oh, okay, cool, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's not, as, it's not as easy as, <laughs> you know, because five years ago, you, if you had that vision and you'd asked for it to come, you, you as the human that you are now wouldn't have been or have the space or the capacity to be able to hold that or correct. step into it at all. Yeah, correct. And I think this is a beautiful piece, like with business, you know, I think um, you were speaking about um, as in one of your podcasts as well of like 2020, like the you or a lot of the stuff that you had been working on calling in just dropped in in 2020. It was a really beautifully potent, powerful year for you. And it's such a reminder, I think, for any woman in business of like, you know, just stay steadfast, keep doing your beautiful things that you do and hold that vision and work on embodying, work on releasing, like remembering that you're not broken, but you are just allowing yourself to become that that vessel to hold what is it, what it is that you're desiring. Yes. Yes. And knowing that, you know, we all have our own karma. We all have our own timelines. We all have our own ways of being in the world that are different to each other and one another. And, you know, how boring if life was that we all start business and then we all make six figures and then we all become millionaires and then we all do the same thing all at the same time. And everyone's just cookie cutter versions of one another you know that's not life and we come here with you know with karma and our roles as human beings is to be able to tend to ourselves to to unpack the karma to to release it from our body to elevate above and beyond it and in doing so we get to rise up and meet these desires and we get to elevate into uh, ways of being and into Uh, levels of wealth and all of these things but it happens in 
time. It happens with, you know, a deep commitment to the journey itself. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds really cliche, but I only say that because it's only really now I can truly see it in my own life because for such a long time, I think I, I did really outsource that because I could see all these other people doing it and having the things that I wanted to have and why it wasn't working for me and, you know, all of this, this, this stuff. But when I truly was able to allow my life to be my life and unfold in the way that it was meant to unfold and to continue to nurture and evolve myself as a human being alongside of that which is my life path, I look at my life now and what I've created and what we've created together, my husband and I, and it blows my mind, you know, but it's taken us, it's taken us a decade to do it. And this is taken us a decade. It's, we, we have a beautiful life where we have this thriving business that supports us to be at home with our son and, you know, all of these beautiful things, but it took us a long time, you know? And I, I just really, feel that for so many women we have this why them and why not me and well they're doing it and why can't I and it is a trust yeah a trust in the trust in the divine timing and I still believe in taking you know like aligned actions and doing the beautiful things like there's you know nothing just I've tried sitting back and manifesting it's like that doesn't really work (laughs) I fucking wish (laughs) But it's like that I really wanted to put that piece into the podcast today as well. And it just flowed in beautifully because it was like, we don't, it's not, we don't have to hear all of your backstory and all of the struggles and all of the ups and downs and all of the highs and lows and all of the evolutions. But, you know, we don't hear enough of like, oh, okay, cool. And, you know, you want to be like, shit, 10 years. I mean, beautiful stuff has happened along the way, right? And it always will. But it's like there is overnight success for a lot of people in business. You know, one hit wonders and amazing. That's their karma. That's their journey. That's, you know, that's that's what they're here for. But for a lot of humans and women, just be really kind and compassionate to yourself and, and keep following your desires and keep creating the space to follow what comes through and to trust those whispers and to trust those nudges and to really kind of, I think, unhook from the 10 steps or, you know, like not that there's anything wrong with that and in any way, but it's like if it doesn't feel good for you, you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you do the 10 steps and you don't make the 10K in the first month, like, you're not broken, you're not wrong, you're not enough. Maybe you need two of those steps and eight steps of more nourishment and slowness and allowing. Like I think there's just this beautiful process of like trusting in in and trusting in but also being in the fucking journey. Yeah. Like yeah. stop living yeah. and waiting or like when I get the thing, you know, this is going to make me make me happy. It's like allow yourself to be in the journey and like you're in such a, a space, you know, of last year of like then the capacity to hold it doesn't feel foreign. Correct. Then it doesn't feel like, oh, my God, and it's then it's then it's able to be more sustainable because that journey along the way has enabled you to be in that space of like sustaining that 
not these one hit, you know, like not like just a, a quick 10K month and then nothing. Correct. Yeah. You know, which is like what a, what a lot of stuff and it's not like bagging it out. There's a lot of stuff in businesses taught. And then it's like, well, cool. Now I'm going to go into a deeper layer of knowing myself. My business is able to sustain me because I did, you know, a decade of loving and working on myself. So now I've got this six months, you know, not planned to be in the mess and to create the space and to not be online and my business can hum along. Mm -hmm. And now it's like Leo season, you're like, okay, let's just <laughs> party. <laughs> but this is the the process of t guys, this is 10 or maybe even more, but like 10 years of this allowing and dancing and weaving and navigating and you know hitting all getting of getting it wrong and, and getting yeah, it right and celebrating. Really and just want to get that across because it's it's so needed for any woman in business and it makes me cherry to hear, you know, to really let that land. Mm. I'm goosebumps. I feel like we can keep going for ages, but we have moms, we have, you know, walks to do in nature. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be had. But um, I really want to thank you for, you know, carving out space today to, to have, these god i don't know how many little nuggets were in there these like beautiful deep conversations and jody has a beautiful podcast that is just it's called um womanhood and it's the conversations are just like this but even more um with just incredible humans and go and listen yeah it's a really beautiful. Yeah, Thank it's so, so refreshing to have a podcast like that to be able to put in your eardrums. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm very proud of what we've created with the podcast. Um, and it connected has connected me with many beautiful women, yourself included. And I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful that I have a platform like you do, um, that you can just be who you are. Say what you want and <laughs> just let it rip, you know. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. It's I feel honored to be on yeah. on the show with you. It's been so beautiful. And like on the little business note, like if people do want to come and see you make your comeback on social media, <laughs> <laughs> or if they want to like. You know, look at your beautiful artwork or your offerings. I know you co-facilitate, um, I'm not sure if you're doing that still at the moment, but like co-facilitate programs and offerings for just liberating women in so many different ways. So how do they come and connect with you and say the, hi? The best place is over on Instagram. That's where I do spend most of my time when I'm in the online world. So if you come over to Instagram, it's just Jody underscore McGrice and uh, you'll find me there and you'll find... Yeah, you'll see me coming back, coming back on, um, coming back online. And, um, you know, my intention in doing so is I'm really going to play with Instagram. I'm really going to play with it in a way that how can I make this feel most me and most natural to me than it ever has. And at any time I feel like, I catch myself performing or I catch myself overdoing it because I feel like I got to overdo it because I'm a high achiever and I got to overdo it. You know, if I find myself in that energy, 
really being able to have the discernment to bring it back into check because um, I want to I want to be in this space. I want to be in this space because I know that that's where my humans are. That's where my women are. That's how I connect with them. And mm. uh, but it's but it's even more essential that how I am in that space is like the is is really a reflection of who I truly am. Yeah. And um, and that's what I'm working on. You know, mm. as as I kind of come back out the other side of a sabbatical. <laughs> so beautiful that playfulness piece like how can we use it more playfully and how can we yeah express more of who we are like I did a shoot yesterday afternoon and um I love doing a reel from behind the scenes I just love it because I just it's, it's easy form of social media for me as well but like um the reels aren't me trying to perform or be i'm like that's actually me on a shoot like i am so in my flow state i'm so like my energy is high so they can you know more of them can be activated and revealed and captured and can really see their essence and just watching sometimes my real back i'm like yeah that's that's a true reflection of me yeah like really is a true reflection and that's how i do show up on my shoots and so it does take time. It is a journey of knowing ourselves so then we can show up more intentionally and powerfully through social media. But I think the world does need more, less performing yeah, and just more truth. truth. And I think it, it is definitely, um, I don't know, I feel like 2020, 2021, it's really, high, it's really highlighting some really beautiful women coming through and really just in this this authentic and in the integrity and it like you know and I feel like they're coming into my vortex more too I'm like oh this is great to see that yeah so subscribe to that (laughs) yeah absolutely subscribe to that calibrate to that because that's what's available for us all you know Mm, so delicious but thank you thank you thank you I will definitely put your insta and your website in the show notes and to all the beautiful listeners, thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you have enjoyed today's episode, like if you feel like <laughs> tagging us on Instagram and it feels aligned to you and you want to screenshot and share, go go for it because my intention for this podcast is to get it into more eardrums and more souls and just get this these these beautiful, deep, rich, potent conversations. Just like we were saying before, I listened to Jodie's and her motto is like, it's like you're having a coffee and a croissant with a friend. And I really want that to feel like this for you as well. Like just you're going for a walk and you've got friendly ears and your, you know, friendly voices in your ears and you're reminded of your truth and your power and you're just, you know, magnificent, magnificent as woman. So thank you everybody for tuning in and thank you, Jody. Listen up, podcasters. Thank you for sharing this space with me today. The gratitude is real, but I am really excited to share with you how you can work with me beyond my epic photo shoots that I do for the heart-driven business movers and shakers of the world like yourself. Right now, drum roll please, the doors are open for you to come in and work with me in an intimate one-to-one three-month coaching container. This is an opportunity for you to bust through playing small, lean into heart-centered selling, vision cast, create aligned strategies, 
and so much more for your business and life. If you're ready to build your freedom and lifestyle like never before, from a place of flow, intuition, and integrity, then now is your chance, beautiful. Come and say hey over on the gram or send me an email via my website link in the show notes. I am so freaking excited to connect.